0: Hybrid vigor. <laughs> Why it's important for your retirement savings as well as your cattle herd.
1: Welcome to Money Over Fifty. Thanks, Mike. Dallas, um, you're a bit you're a bit thrown by this, aren't you? you? You don't actually really know what hybrid vigor is, do you?
0: Is it hybrid?
1: Uh,
0: uh, is, is is hybrid vigor joined with a? Um, <laughs> I
1: I started to explain this just before we is it one we, word we, is before, it before we started it a recording, word? and then I is went. I'll, I'll save the explanation for the actual podcast. So. The concept here is, as it relates to genetics and breeding. So this is from my my background, my previous life, my current life as a as a primary producer. So there's a theory with when you're breeding cattle that, uh, especially in northwest Queensland, where I'm from, you want a base of your herd to be um, normally Brahman, so a hardier breed that's able to withstand drought and can. You know, um, do with poor nutrition for an extended period of time, all these sorts of really good traits of this type of breed. So you want your base of your herd to be that, uh, that certain breed, a full-bred full Brahman cattle. And then what you actually want is you want a purebred bull of another softer British breed uh, to go over those cows. So normally in, in our case it would be a Charolais bull in that, in that mm-hmm. example. So. But what you find is that there's a theory here where if you've got a purebred ramen cow and a purebred Charolais bull, the progeny of that of that first cross will actually be better than than either of its parents, if that makes sense. Mm. So there's, there's actually something to be gained by having um, your cow be fully one breed and your bull be fully the other, rather than the alternative, which would be to have The cow be half Brahman, half Charolais, and the bull be half Brahman, half Charolais. So the the theory, I was thinking about this the other day, and obviously as we do on the show, I had a thought and I thought we can draw a long bow here and bring this back to your retirement savings. But my theory with this is this is how I think about how people should have their retirement savings invested. You've you've either got your money that you want for the long term, and, and then that money should be invested in the highest returning, most volatile uh, asset classes you can be invested into, or you've got your money that you need in the short term. And that money that you need in the short term, it should be in the safest, uh, most stable, no volatility and asset classes. And you just don't care what return you get on that. You're not looking for any sort of return at all. And that was, I guess, my theory on this is that which is a bit different to historically how financial planning, or how how a lot of other financial
0: planners think about these things. Look, simple rules for me work, um, and the benefit to that is that if you had um, yeah, $500,000, just yeah. pick an arbitrary figure yeah. of, of retirement savings, and you had yeah, $450,000 working hard for you, yeah. Um, albeit at some volatility of course, yep, but really pulling its weight with the objective of the the maximum return yep. you know possible for for the well, yeah, uh for that level of diversification um yeah and then you had another fifty thousand dollars of yep. money that was just sitting aside in your bank account in, in in your bank account, and that's your fallback money yep it's really easy to see um, and, and I like the one of the reasons why I have about Fifteen different bank accounts. Yeah, is that one bank account's a holidays bank yeah. account? One's a bills paying account. One's yeah. Um, so it's really easy to see the balances of those accounts. Um, now, now the same thing applies, I believe, with your retirement savings. Yeah, you want to actually quickly look at that and say, okay, okay, What's all of this money is over here is pulling its weight. Yeah, this money here is my fallback money. Yep. Yeah. Um, the way that the industry has traditionally done this is, yeah. is to, to um, package that all up into what they call a balanced fund, yeah. uh, or even worse, a, a target dated fund. And we won't get into too much no, uh, information I let, here. I won't let
1: you get on your, your soapbox about this.
0: <laughs> so those funds have, yeah, traditionally packaged up together. So the the yep. lazy money or yep. the cash money that you have <laughs> there. Um, the fallback money. Let's call it yeah, the fallback yeah, money. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you, yeah, yeah. The emergency money basically. The emergency the money. Yeah. Look, it's all packaged in together with the, with the money that's working for you, and you're never quite sure what which is which. Which is which, and and there's actually been, um, I guess, a, a, another topic for discussion here. The, the, in the last couple of years, um, there's been a lot of industry funds actually calling. Uh, their funds a balance fund, yep. which, would, which would traditionally mean yep. sort of equal mixes of, of Australian companies and global companies and cash and fixed interests and things like that. They've been calling them balance funds, but they've really been like growth funds. Weighted and so differently. So they've been weighted differently. Yeah. So and, and that's, you're never really sure
1: how much money that you have yeah, in there. That, that's why I guess the, the hybrid vigor thing, um, what that really came to me is that it's very simple. If you've got your, if you've got your herd of cattle, you know what the purpose of of each of those cattle is for if that makes sense so yeah. if you've got your you've got a Brahmin cow a good breeder cow there her job is to be tough hardy have a calf every year raise that calf yeah. do that you you're not looking to her for massive weight gain and to be mm. a, you know uh, a great carcass and and you know all those yeah. sorts of things so it's the same sort of thing with as you're talking about with your retirement saving if you've got a fund and you go oh, yeah, my, my superannuation it's with Sunsuper, it's in the balance fund. Well, is that meant to be working extremely hard for you over the long term? Is it meant to be there for you to get your hands on in the short term? Is it, you know, any of those sorts yeah. of things. You don't know what, what it's for. And then because you don't know what it's for, you really can't tell what you should be benchmarking it against. Is it doing a good job or is it not doing a good job? But the, the other thing
0: that stands out for us, and we've spoken about this at length, is the fallback money is there <coughs> for, for one of two reasons. One is that expenses have come up that you mm-hmm. haven't budgeted for, so you've got a bit of fallback money that you yep. can actually yep. meet right. those things yep. uh, from. Or number two, negative market volatility. Yep. So, so you know, if, the, if the value of your growth assets, which will happen from time to time, will drop by 20%, mm-hmm. 30% yep. temporarily. Um, the fallback money is there to for you to actually divert to and yep. say okay and leave well, I'll leave money. my yep. growth money alone yeah that's going to go up and down in the short term and it's down right now mm-hmm. and I'm going to draw my income yeah I'm going to harness in on this fallback money I'm just yep. going to draw my income needs from there yep. uh and to, I'll top that back up later on yeah so so you can't do that when it's all packaged together no. because no. and 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 I've always found it um uh, I guess, frustrating, where, where they've said, okay, well, a balanced fund is suitable for this type of person and a high growth fund is suitable for this type of person. And when it's all packaged together, if you can just imagine for a second, yeah. um, the true balance fund, uh, in simple terms, has about two thirds of its money yeah. in the high growth things yeah. high that go volatility. up and down, yeah. high volatility. Um, and one third of it yeah. in, in very stable, lazy Defensive. fallback yeah. money yeah. that doesn't grow at a fast rate, but it doesn't fall either. Yeah. So, look, if you get growth markets falling thirty yeah. percent, what happens to a balance fund? Yeah, it's Is too that the combined value of that drops by twenty percent? So the yeah. the the two thirds yeah. that's weighted towards that high growth, yeah, um, that falls by the thirty percent. Yeah. Uh, one-third of it doesn't fall at all yeah. so the blended return of that is still falling by by 20% yeah now um, that still makes people feel uncomfortable yeah and it certainly makes people that, yeah. that haven't actually looked at what they're invested into feel yeah. really uncomfortable that's right and it's and it's always it's always struck me as just another one of the things that's so confusing in this industry because yeah. seemingly on the surface well, that, that's, um, a balanced fund yeah, people think hear that and, and go think it's safe it's safe it's yeah. not going to fall yeah um,
1: yeah whereas you are better and and this is a big thing we talk about um it's about being being honest and upfront about what is what is going to happen with this money so if you've hmm. again in those simple terms if you've got your money if you decide that your money in superannuation you're not going to retire for 10 years, and then when you retire, you're going to need to draw an income out of that money for another 30 years. Really, the goal of that superannuation, or the purpose of it, is to try and grow as much as possible over the next 10 to 40 years. So you're, not, you're kidding yourself if you go, oh, well, I want to invest that money in a way that's going to grow over 30 years, but also I don't want it to drop ever at all. it just doesn't work like that, you can't have it both ways. No. And I think that, again, like we see with a lot of these things with, it, with our money, because it's not a tangible, concrete thing, it's not as clear-cut as that, and and that's I guess the the point that I make of why this analogy of of the of the cattle or anything like that springs to mind is that you go everything exists for a purpose. Everything should exist for a purpose within within any way that you structure anything in your life. You know, you you don't you don't have um, you know I, I like the analogy you've used of with your money. Thinking of it from the anal- from from the point of is it the hard-working yeah. money, or is it the, the lazy money that, you know, or is it the is it the comfort money? Is it the, the money like you know that's going to give you a nice hug and make you feel better at night, or is yeah. it the hard charging, you know, consultant, high paying consult- consultant, yeah, exactly right, that, and, um, who's going to while they're working and come in and swing an axe and you know get things
0: seven hundred dollars an hour, yeah, but then there's months and months of time where they yeah. where they're out of work. And yep. they yeah, that's that's the analogy that I use. Like yep. while they are working, they're, they're yep. earning a lot of money. Yeah. There's there's months at a time when they're not working at yep. all. Yeah. But if you add up the um, if you add up all the uh, seven hundred dollar an hour work yep. and subtract all the work where they, yep. they're not working yep. and look at it that over a ten year period, their average earnings is more than the average person. Yeah. And that that's what a growth investment is. Yeah. Um uh versus versus um, grandma, yeah, who's, who's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know she's, she's, she
1: makes you feel yeah. uh, You go over there, she bakes scones, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. yeah it takes she's, care of she's, you. Is very c- caring and warm and nice. Yeah. But she's not going to come in and, and you know uh, make stuff happen in a, in a very abrupt. Yeah, she's not going to earn money. a lot of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so so, um, and both it.
0: of those both of those. Yeah. Both of those people are important, Yes, and both of those groups of money are important, right. and for me, it's important to have them separated, or for you, exactly. for us, it's yes. important to have them separated. Yeah, yeah.
1: and that, that's, I think, the the, the point that, that, I, that I make there about the concept of the hybrid figure is is not just that you need some money in this and you need some money. Like, like with a cattle herd, you're actually the sum of those parts is is more than than each of the than each of the parts if that makes sense so if as you said in that example before if you've got money that you've got for the long term Mm -hmm. and and it's invested and it's growing as much as possible it's working as hard as possible you need that money you need that fallback money you need that stuff for the short term so that you then don't have to worry and you can let that long-term money do its thing you can't have it both. you can't go well, I want all of my money to work as hard as possible, but also I want it in case of an emergency as well. You right. need to be very clear around what is the point of, of each of these different buckets of money and then make a decision based on what asset class it should be invested into, based on what the purpose of it really is. Yeah, yeah look, it's um, probably a good place to wrap up. I feel oh. like anyone, anyone who's actually listened to this podcast who does know what hybrid vigour is is probably gonna abuse me you go, that's not what hybrid vigor is you fool I, I was just thinking um,
0: that Hybrid vigor we always talk about a good racehorse name that's, a, racehorse. that's a classy racehorse <laughs> name i mean i can see Hybrid vigor in the victorian derby <laughs> or the uh, or the melbourne cup yeah. even because it's 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 actually a really classy yeah racehorse name so yeah
1: now i i think that if you if you if you don't have any experience with uh, cattle breeding, which most people in the population don't, it, it probably doesn't mean much to you. But I guess the the concept is we all know that the you know sometimes the the children of something are, are better than either of the parents in, in that yeah. area, if that makes sense. And yeah. I think that's how we need to think about our retirement savings. Is I'm sure people will be interested. I mean, it's
0: part of me listening to podcasts is where you think you're listening about one thing and then yeah. you hear <laughs> other things and you learn something new yeah. intertwined into that. Yep. So I, I never knew yeah. what the hell you were talking about <laughs> until, you, until, you actually, until you actually started talking about it. But yeah. it, but it's, um, no, it's, it's good. I know more now yeah. about um,
1: cattle breeding. So <laughs> Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.